Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Such a greeting makes sense if you're familiar with the arc of a liturgical church. But if it's new to you, as it once was to me, the first Sunday of Advent marks the beginning of the church year, just as January 1st marks the beginning of the secular or Gregorian calendar. This is the first Sunday of Advent, and each Sunday holds a special focus. Each week we will light another candle that symbolizes the coming of Christ and the promise of the kingdom that God brings. This first week is hope. The second is peace, then love and joy, as we orient our lives with a particular expectation of the coming of Christ. The season of Advent opens up with an apocalyptic perspective of time that looks toward the second coming of Christ. For some of us who have backgrounds in faith traditions that speak to living in the end times, this passage once engendered fear. A fear that the rapture is a singular eminent event and that this passage was an urgent reminder to be prepared, always prepared, never unprepared, always doing what is right, lest we be left behind at a moment's notice and all our life's work for Christ was in vain if we're not walking faithfully and perfectly at every moment, for we know not what hour Christ would return. But let us not forget that our faith is a gift of God. It is not of works. We have nothing to boast about. We are saved to do good works, but we are not saved by our good works. And it is God that is at work in us, for it is God who keeps us and not of our own strength. And rather than living in fear, we can move through the season for the preparation that it is of welcoming Christ anew, to be ready for the work of Christ as we go about our daily lives. For them, it was grinding grain. For some of us, it's making bread or working on computers. For others, there is the temptation to see the apocalyptic words of the text as only applying to the early Christian community. And now the language is only symbolic, expressing the kingdom of God already at work and coming into its fullness. But there is a richness in both traditions and theological understandings that we can extract and blend together as the season of Advent unfolds because the text demonstrates an urgency to be awake, to pay attention, to live the life that God has given us fully in the moment, knowing that God is present within us, is at work in the world, and it is it as yet not as what God intends. When we look at the world around us, we can see beauty and kindness in people. Although we still live in a world that is sometimes ugly, where mothers and children are food insecure and our hearts cry out for a savior. And then the work of God through a human, an unknown benefactor, delivers a large box of groceries to the church in the nick of time for a woman and child in need to receive them. We are re-traumatized when gunshots erupted last week in a tranquil Colorado Springs area shattering a gay venue with unimaginable violence, and our hearts cry out for a divine protector. And yet our world is filled with heroes, bronze military vets like Mr. Fierro, 
willing to go out in public finally to relax and support their gay daughter and straight friends, who used his military background to save the lives of so many, even if he was unable to save his daughter's boyfriend. He was re-traumatized, and yet he moved forward as a hero and saved so many. And we long for a world that understands that love is the most important thing, love of God and love of neighbor, a world that the prophet Isaiah describes when he speaks of a time when we will beat our swords into plowshares. I didn't know what a plowshare was. Do you? Some of you are nodding your head yes, so you're ahead of me on this one. But for those who didn't quite nod yet, a plowshare is the blade in the middle of a plow that digs up the ground. So quite literally, he is saying that when we beat our swords into plowshares, he pictures the blade of bloodshed and death being transformed into the blade of a plow that overturns the earth and brings hope of new life. When he speaks of spears becoming pruning hooks, he envisions a time when the long-handled blades of war that cut down soldiers and civilians in their prime is transformed into long-handled agricultural tools for trimming trees and vines to become more fruitful. While we never know what the next hour will bring, and none of us could have predicted the last two years, or even the situations of the past week and this morning, this passage encourages us to live fully in this present world with all that God has given us, with all that God is doing, knowing that God is with us as we await God in a more manifold place. Because as much as we would love to know what would happen next, at our very best, we can only predict based on past experience and current knowledge. And since we cannot possibly know what will happen next, we cannot know the future, it is wonderful to know that our future is always in God's hands. That no one knows the day or the hour we live with our best guess. As the song lyric goes, I know not what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. And that gives me incredible hope. In the sea of turmoil around us, we can look to God, who is our rock and our redeemer. Far beyond the trust we would offer a pilot to get us from point A to point B without our understandings of the vagaries of altitude and weather patterns, we can trust in God completely. God knows the plans that God has for each one of us. We are part of the history of God in an unpredictable and glorious world. Whatever we are doing, we can prepare our hearts for the entrance of God into our lives and into the world in new and unexpected ways. We notice what we program ourselves to notice. If we look for yellow cars, we see lots of yellow cars. If we look for what is going wrong, we will notice that. We will find what we search for. This Advent, let us notice where God is at work. Let us expect to see God at work in the world around us, in the midst of uncertainty. Let us live into the waiting and expectancy 
that Advent invites us into.